You gentlemen are making a big mistake. This here is Mr. Thurgood Marshall. This man is an attorney. You will treat him with the respect that he deserves. My great-granddaddy, he was a slave. We're not slaves now. We've got weapons we didn't have before. We've got the law. Baby, you go into these towns, we'll never see a Negro lawyer. Hey, Bart! You need to be careful. NAACP. Very good. You're going to Connecticut. Joseph Spell, Negro servant attacked socialite in her own bedroom. This case will show the world if a color man can get a fair trial in the United States. There's only 13 million Negroes depending on you. Don't any of you have any confidence in me? I'd say you have enough confidence for us all. I only represent innocent people, people accused because of their race. That's my mission. I never touched that woman. I need a partner who the jury can relate to. Sam Friedman. Good to meet you, Sam. Hey, give me a hand with these, would you? What have you got in here, cement? Guns. Books, Mr. Friedman. You just sweep through town, stirring up all kinds of ugliness. My life is on the line here. Hey, Attorney Friedman, hold on a minute. What do you want? You're one of us now, Sam. A real fighter. Step away, you can't take the heat on the battleground. Neither of them have been telling us the truth. He attacked me. I'd advise him to accept the deal. You lied in a sworn statement. Why would you do that? Why'd I lie? Because the truth gets me killed. You can't deny me now. Tunnel vision. If you want freedom, you're gonna have to fight for it. The only way to get through a bigot's door was to break it down. Anyway, all right, go, go, go. Sorry. Welcome to the movie, the podcast. That's right, movie, the podcast. It is the third week of Chadwick Bose March and our second Chadwick Boseman film. Uh, this week we watched uh, Marshall, not We Are Marshall, but he was Marshall in the movie Marshall from 2017. Yeah. Uh, a movie with a uh, incredibly charismatic and maybe a little, a little edgy Thurgood Marshall, and then in unexplainably attractive to women Josh Gad in yeah. sort of a weird, a weird yeah. stunt I, casting. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he was like weirdly miscast in this movie. Yeah. Well, did you, have you seen a picture of the real guy? He looks nothing like him. I think... Well, they showed him at the end of the movie. Then they show like... He, his picture was during the credit roll, I think. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into it in the movie, but I think he was cast specifically to make uh, Chadwick Boseman look better oh, he's, just, yeah. he's, he's the handsome friend or he's right. the ugly friend yeah. he's the i mean does does chadwick boseman really need that he's already no, he like doesn't. but if you cast man. if you put like a dan stevens on the other side like it you know what i mean uh, well, well you know it, it does make it it makes an interesting parallel against dan stevens when you've got like this little like troll 
talking up to like you know uh, also, Aryan god Dan Stevens. Also, it was <laughs> by Reginald Hudlin, who's a huge comic book guy and writer. That, of comic- I was going to yeah. say, I, I was going to ask you, Sean, is that the same the, the comic book writer, the guy that wrote yeah. the Black Panther stuff? And yeah, all so that? I assume it's also like a, ve- a somewhat veiled reference to Daredevil. Oh, like Froggy Nelson or whatever. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Anyway, all right. Uh, uh, Gogs, did you watch anything this week? I fucking tried and I didn't successfully do it. So moving on. Fuck it. We all watched Justice League, the Snyder Cut. We should have just made it a fucking episode. (laughs) Fuck it. Uh, I am just gonna say that it's it's the best Zack Snyder movie that. But it's still not very good. It's. An hour out of four hours is pretty entertaining, but you need to cut that movie down so much. Every scene went on too long. The first, like the first two and a half hours of that movie are insufferable. It's it's it, it, it just like it just goes on and on and on and on. And that, but then at the end, it's kind of cool. Like the ending is great, and they actually the last act, like the last yeah, go ahead, the last sorry. hour. The last hour is fantastic. The, yeah, like, it's it's great. The final battle, the way they recut it from the original movie, it's so good. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. And they actually act, and the, they actually act like a team. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, they make actually, a, probably go ahead, Alec. If I go ahead and finish because I might go on for a second. I was gonna say they like you can see why Ray Fisher was furious with Joss Whedon. Because he got like three minutes of lines in the first and the original cut, and in this he's yeah. like the he's main character. The main character, yeah, yeah. And he's so I, fucking good. His story is compelling. Like, Cyborg's character is compelling. He's the only interesting character in the movie. And yeah, I like, agree I think, with that. I think he also kind of uh, makes Batman totally unnecessary in the movie. I also agree with that. Uh, yeah, I really, really loved the Flash, but he wasn't interesting. He was just—I liked him. I enjoyed also, his performance. The Flash wasn't annoying as fuck in this movie. Like no. he was still the comic relief, but like his lines were actually funny, and it wasn't like "What's brunch? What is all this?" Like it wasn't like every—it wasn't him vamping like a goddamn Paul Fig movie for ten minutes every scene. Which I'll I'm give gonna, it credit for. I'm gonna make a weird statement here, and like I agree with you guys um, almost entirely uh, at how it functioned as a movie unto itself. But I love, like, love this movie in that way that I love Jupiter, Jupiter Ascending, because it's a movie for no one. Like it's it's too long for like regular moviegoers. It's not for really like comic book movie fans because it's so grim and kind of bizarre. And then it's not really for DC fans because it takes so many liberties with the character. Yeah. The characters. I think I'm, I'm not going to give him credit for it because he's kind of a dummy, but he made this really kind of meta fiction. Like it feels like a movie literally from an alternate reality or like an alternate history where movies are four hours long and <laughs> it's not to do exposition and nobody knows how sound cues work. So every time oh. a character comes on the screen, no, that, that fucking oh. stinger, but that, just for wonder woman, that fucking oh. wonder woman song 8,000 times. And like, can like Zack Snyder and, and we've talked about this on the show a million times with him and his other movies, but like, God damn, is he awful at his song cues. Like, it, it's like every five seconds, there's some, like, slow fucking 
uh, reimagining oh. of a of a popular song, and it's like, oh, I meant God, I meant to tell stop. you last night, last night, TJ, when the credits were playing, uh, <laughs> Hallelujah, Hallelujah played over the credits. Uh, of course, yeah, I was of like, course. where's all the fucking Leonard Cohen? <laughs> oh, yep, think, it was at the end. He crammed it at the very end. Like I. I, I can't love this movie anymore for just being this weird artifact that shouldn't exist. And every time it goes to slow motion, I like to pretend that it's just like the time stream breaking. But you or did watch it in, two in real settings. life. Yeah, I did. I watched it like a mini series because it's not yeah. a movie. Yeah. Like it's, Al- it's, Alec and I powered through the whole thing in one sitting. I love that he's so like suck. He's like such a Chad now that he's like, oh, I can't. I have to have three acts. Well, I'm going to have six acts and I'm going to name all of them. You yeah, know, and, like, and an epilogue. That yes. is completely yeah. unnecessary. The epilogue oh. is so fucking stupid. I couldn't. Like, I couldn't disagree with you more because it's so. It the the very the last part of the epilogue five or whatever. The very <laughs> last part of it. Yeah. Is like Zack Snyder's thesis statement as a human being. <laughs> it's like crass and weird and unnecessary and like beautifully photographed. Like again, I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder the director. I am a fan of Zack Snyder the photographer. He does know how to make some iconic iconic imagery. I'll give him that. I would, if they said we're launching a Justice League Edgelord or whatever that movie's going to be at the end, like tomorrow, I would go see it because it's so like, it is so Zack Snyder. Like it, it's like, it's almost falling in on itself. So they, in the, the DC comics. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I guess. It, I'm sorry if we're going to talk about it. In the, it, I mean, it's really, you're not really spoiling much. In, so anyway, what I was saying was in the DC comic books, they've just, re, they've just done this new thing where they have, so they have the multiverse, right? They have the DC multiverse where all these different realities exist. Well, now they have the dark multiverse. Okay. Where it's like, it's basically like all of the like evil Elseworlds characters happen. And it's like now that's what Zack Snyder needs to make. Like right. the dark, the dark DC universe movies. Like, and you could do it now. Like a character you guys probably know. I don't know if you've read any of the comics about him, but they have the Batman who laughs, which is basically yeah. what if Batman was the Joker. Right. And it's a cool character design. Like it, the character, honestly, has been like overused at this point, but the design is fantastic. He looks like a cross between like Batman and Judge Death from uh, Judge yeah. Dredd. Like kind of like it's a gr- set of bite almost. Yeah, it's great. Um, but like that's what Zack Snyder needs to make. If he if they announced like the Zack Snyder helmed the Batman who laughs, I'd be all in it. It'd be great. Uh but this movie is so uneven, dude. Like it's so like I, I don't know, me and Alec were watching it and the first like it's so goddamn plotting in the beginning. Like if the, if you're supposed to watch this episodically, which I think was what they wanted at first, like that first those first like three episodes like nothing happens. Like it's so fucking slow and just like I I don't know. Like it's it's edited weird and like and I get it right. Like because this is well, I, I was, two movies, right? Like well, I don't I don't know about that, right? Okay. I think I think I think that there was there are some ideas that were supposed to be in the second movie. I don't know. I I don't I can't answer that. But I will say that I think it's it's interesting. Um, that like, it, it's like, I feel like what this really is, because if let's say, let's say Zack Snyder got to release a, a theatrical version, it wouldn't have been this movie, right? This is like the Blu-ray. This is like the Watchmen ultimate cut. 
This is like this, the, this is the Redux. This is like the the Blu-ray release. This is this wouldn't have been released in theaters. I can't imagine them being like, yeah, put this in theaters. Yeah, I don't you know. know. I wonder how much of this, especially with some of that epilogue, is a res, like direct like kind of response to what happened with his family. Yeah, there I, are some noticeable things that I the the scene where uh, Barry saves Iris, or or no, where Batman and Barry go, they take off in one of his cars. There's a yeah. very noticeable uh, suicide prevention hotline. I didn't even notice that. That's been added into it. Yeah. Um, And then just, like, kind of, like, I know thematically he's like this anyway, but, like, there's a lot of, like, father and son, like, uh, father and child, like, I brought you back, that kind of stuff. So I wonder how much of that is there. I I don't know. I, 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 I know this sounds stupid, but, like, if you made another cut of this movie and you knocked it down to maybe two hours, I think there's a good movie in there. But like, so we we had to take the Whedon cut and add two hours to make it the Snyder cut and then cut it back down and then we get the good movie. I think it could be good in two hours because there's good things in it. Like, I, I will say, I will give this movie credit, all of the scenes now make sense. Whereas the, like, Josh Whedon one, there were so many sequences that just didn't make any fucking sense. They, like, when we were, when we were watching yeah. it, like, every, to- every time we'd be like, well, why are they doing that? They'd either answer it. Like yeah. almost like they were directly speaking to us or show within a scene or two why they were doing yeah every, what they were doing every scene made sense the characters actually had motivation um, cyborg was a real character and not just a guy sitting around like I there's like a there's a lot of positives like, this, this is the this is the first time that Zack Snyder has uh, gotten Superman right in his yes. two yeah. and a half movie try a thousand like, percent. When Superman like, shows up in the final battle, we were both like, oh, shit. Yeah, and that <laughs> scene awesome. is awesome. When he's, like, ground and pounding fucking Steppenwolf and blasting him with his heat vision. Oh, my God. That <laughs> rocked. That, that was... might be the best thing in any of the Justice League movies or oh. any of the DC movies they've done. That was so Superman great. Superman just beating him to death. Oh, yeah, he fucks him up. Like, he is oh, he is so that Snyder fucking ubermensch at that point. And even right? when they're, like, I love that they're, like, showing, like, cyborg like with the mother boxes but they yeah. make sure you can still see superman beating the shit out of steppenwolf in the background but yeah but it at least fantastic like i yeah i can't i still but the things that were bad about well let me ask you guys a question sure um how much of this movie did you realize you didn't remember even though we saw it twice at least like i'm like i don't remember what's in the original cut besides all the I, bad jokes i i i remember very little i remember yeah, there a were, lot of, there were there were a few scenes where i was like did i see this or was this do i remember this from a trailer or was yeah. it in the original like, cut doesn't the theatrical open like with the well it has that bank robbing scene but it also has that scene with uh mine hunters where Batman's yes, yeah, that's not the... even in this movie yeah. at all now. Which yeah. is great, because that scene sucks. That scene's terrible. You know but it also like... it also opens up with like the whole Superman memorial, and that's yeah. not in the movie either, which is good. You don't need that. How the video tribute to... Yeah, yeah, you didn't need all that. Something else I did enjoy <laughs> about this is like... Well, you know what I think it is? I was thinking about like why I enjoyed it so much, besides the fact that, again, it's just so like insane that it shouldn't and doesn't need to exist. Is that like... Uh, they've been trying to make Marvel movies for so long. It's kind of a breath of fresh air for them to just go back to their grim edge Lord Grey movies. Yeah, and this movie is very gray. This movie has like oh, yeah, that, no, that no color, color palette. palette. Oh my like, god! Which I think sep- honestly, sepia. 
besides it, like it's kind of boring that color palette. I think it works in this because there's so much CG in it. I think it hides a lot of it. Yeah. And, uh, the, 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 but but those yeah. designs are still like the Steppenwolf, the Steppenwolf design, is, still design awful. is so bad. And like for some reason, his armor like moves. Like when like, he's just does, like, what is that? How does anybody in the the Snyderverse sleep? Because everybody's like clanking and whirring constantly. Yeah, yeah. Like I saw a side by side. I was looking at some stuff about it today, and like for as bad as the redesign was, it's still better than the original Steppenwolf design. That's the original design was awful. Well, too. Steppenwolf still just sucks. Yeah. By the way, that didn't get fixed in this. Like he's still just a shitty villain. Like, but Dark Dark Side looked awesome. Dark, Dark Side was awesome. cool. Yeah. Though, though in the flash, the flashback to when Dark Side got defeated the first time makes no fucking sense because he just gets hit with an axe once and then he just like flies off. It's like what a bitch. Well, I also like they did it like a, a good job. I know they did like overexposited, and there's that I'm thinking of that Wonder Woman scene specifically where she literally stops the movie to explain everything that's ever happened. Yeah, but, uh, she's also the, still bad in the movie. Yeah, I she's terrible. Yeah, um, Kal-El, no, I, that, that's the thing oh. that I thought they might cut out of this movie because that still makes no sense because they didn't really know each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. She didn't know him until BVS, right? So she yeah. didn't. Yeah. But you remember well, if you want if you want to get into people if you want to get into people not oh, knowing yeah. each other. Oh yeah. The Aquaman movie like, makes even less ma- sense like, now. He knows he meets Mara in this movie, but then Aquaman the movie comes out a year later and he yeah. has no clue about any of them except Willem Dafoe. Well, you know Zack Snyder was like, I'm not going back and making it continuity with the rest of this bullshit. I'm Zack Snyder. Well, that's, kind of, that's that's kind yeah. of what we said. Is they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Just do whatever you want. Also, <laughs> also, uh, Willem Dafoe in that wig is like the funniest fucking thing. He looks so fucking ridiculous in that outfit. The original cut. Remember, you, it's like Stephen Wolf's like old. How do you like? Coat. How do you like me try that? <laughs> the, the Kryptonian's dead. Uh, now we can get there. And I was like, wait a minute, there hasn't been a Kryptonian there for all this time. But in this movie, they actually explain that he's been going from like world to world. Yeah, like, he's trying non-stop. to. He's trying to conquer what was it like fifty thousand worlds or something. Also, one yeah, thing that they mentioned in this, in this movie that I don't think they mentioned in the other movie, but they also don't address, is that all those parademons used to be actual people. Yeah, that was cool. So when Batman's like murdering everybody. Uh, like he's just killing people, which is fine because I think we've established that Zack Snyder's Batman is like a wanted. He's like a what was the authority character's name? Oh, uh, Midnighter. Midnighter. Yeah. Oh, also we got I, I got to give Zack Snyder credit because that stupid Russian family isn't in the movie yeah. now, which was totally unnecessary. Yeah, and they took yeah. all that weird color timing out of it with the flowers, like the. The the terraforming and it's still kind of a terraforming plot makes a lot more sense in this movie. Yeah, the, everything everything makes more sense in this movie. I will give it credit there. Again, I I can't get over the runtime. Like no. the runtime is just it's too much. And like honestly, like I I know this probably isn't going to be a popular opinion like just worldwide, but Batman is the worst part of this movie. He sucks. He's terrible. Also, like, I said this to Alex, and this is, this is I don't know, less a criticism of the movie and just a criticism in general, but, like, should Batman be the guy getting the team together? That seems like a, a Wonder Woman job. Well, I mean, he's like, got the resources. That makes sense. But, like, my thing like, is... I feel like a Batman character is the guy that's reluctant to join the team. Like, yes, I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess it doesn't matter because the, his, ba- the movie Batman character is different than the comic well, his, character. The problem with his character in general in these movies is, like, his weird mood shifts between movies. 
Well, especially like, considering that he's like a fucking murderous <sighs> psychopath in BVS. And this, he's like, I don't know. I don't know what you would call him in this. Yeah. Um, but like his function as the member of that team is to be like the master strategist. But Cyborg is already like, as a baby, is already a million times more effective at that than Batman is. So what does he really bring to the table? Yeah, I, I don't know. Also, can we talk about the weird Martian Manhunter cameo that makes no fucking sense? And do you know why like, that's do you know why that's in there? No, please enlighten me. Uh, he wanted to use Jon Stewart to fly in at the well, end. Cool. Well, yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't DC Warners wouldn't let him for some reason because they had an earmark for some one of their other million projects. Oh. So he just changed it to Martian Manhunter. But that's it's why like, it's weird because, well, first of all, it's the same actor that played the general in uh, in Man of Steel. So are they implying that he was the general the whole time in Man of yeah, Steel? Yeah, that was supposed to be implied in Man of Steel, but it got cut. Oh, okay. Which doesn't, you know, that doesn't excuse how, like, jarring it is in this movie, but yeah. that's why it's like So he that. shows up earlier in the movie, then they have the climactic battle, which, by the way, if not for Flash, they would have lost... And he yeah. doesn't show up, so it's like, at Dude, the that end, flash, when, that, that flash shit was great. Is amazing, yeah. It's the best thing that they've done in any of their movies. That uh, ending the, that, sequence is awesome. I love that uh, Silas Stone gets a lot more time, and he has a really great death scene in that movie. Yeah, I also kept I kept calling him Miles Bennett Dyson. Alec was yeah. really enamored by that joke. It's like very Dr. Manhattan. Like, yeah, a yeah. lot. Like it's almost the same scene, but I mean, they should have just—they really well. should have just made Billy cut up uh, Cyborg's dad, also. Yeah, it's weird. Like they both, <laughs> Flash and Cyborg, both have parent. Uh, well, they almost all the characters have some kind of parent plot, but the only one that like is even remotely affecting is the Cyborg one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't give a shit about anybody else. No, I, it's cool because I also started watching Doom Patrol yesterday. I watched like four episodes of that. And Cyborg and that is great. Yeah, but, but the rest of the characters are also just as interesting, which is kind of, I'll put it out here right now, like, hottest take. The Doom Patrol TV show is the best thing that either of those two companies has put on, like, screen at all. It's really like good. That shit, yeah. Also, uh, Crazy Jane is smoking ass hot. First show. Oh, my God. Diana Guerrero. Look her up. She's yeah. smoking hot. But she's yeah, also, like, she's oh. like so hot, she's like terribly miscast, to be honest. Yeah. If you, if I've never read the comments. Yeah, I'm really glad this thing exists. Like, it's so, like, such a, just a weird thing. Like, I mean, I, I, I agree with you on that point, but I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm, de- I'm definitely going to watch it again at some point. Maybe just the last forty-five minutes, I'll watch well, it. it again. Well, if the, you the, it, now I the, can now I can skip through scenes. I can yeah. watch like yeah, all the parts true. and then jump through. That's a fair. Yeah, point. it is like as long as it was, and like as you know, the beginning. I'll I'll grant you is not very. Well, the, be, the beginning is two hours long. <laughs> you know what I like it re- about it? It really doesn't. It really doesn't get. So for me, it didn't get engaging. Until they showed the dark side invasion yeah. attempt, that was the first is, part. I was like, "Well, this is awesome." The thing I think, like, and I know Zack Snyder doesn't understand subtext or anything, but like Justice League comic books are kind of stupid too. But I think the thing he does understand, and I think this is like more just speaking to him, like the way he views things. 
is that those Justice League characters are not like Marvel characters. They're supposed to be like the world outside your window. I understand human like motivations. These are all like Greek and Roman mythology writ large. And I think he understands that. So like, they're all like super iconic and like the, um, it, the movie feels like an epic, like in that stupid old Hollywood, like Ben-Hur sort of way, not like a David Lee movie or anything. Well, I mean, that's the way he described BVS, but I don't think it works in BVS. It works better in this context. I'll give him yeah. that. Like, I think that, and again, like, I think, I think the strength of this movie is that the characters are actually much better and they feel yeah. like a team. Like, I yeah. know it's dumb to say, but when they all fight Steppenwolf, they fight them together, and it's cool. Yeah. Like, there's like I, I try to take those slow motion shots as like splash pages almost. It's like I, it's like a comic book filled with splash pages. Right? I, I I can't. It's too much. Like, no, I get it. I I don't think it's a good choice, but I think like it's purposeful. Like, you know what like, I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, I get it, but it's like he just uses it too much, and it's just like enough already, man. Like, try do another trick. You know, a better they, roll. They they, I'm glad they cut most of the jokes out of it, but they also left my least favorite line in the movie. And it's when she's like, who are you? When, when she, you know, gets through that. And he's like, we're a band of reactionary terrorists. I'm like, nobody like would call themselves a reactionary. Yeah, that, terrorist. I, for, for the, for, uh, for, uh, for everybody, that scene still makes almost no sense. Cause they're like, we're going to blow up this place to, like, bring back the Stone Age or something. It's like, what? Yeah, and then, reject, like, mon- reject modernity, embrace tradition. Yeah, and then that bomb is going to blow up, like, like four city blocks, but she just throws it, like, 100 feet in the air, and it's fine. And then, like, the the thing I hated, like, well, not the hated the most, but one of the things I hated the most is that Wonder Woman just kept doing this thing where she just hit her bands together, and it made this, like, big explosion. And she, like, like I guess like uh vaporized uh Roose Bolton by doing that when she could have just like punched him. But when she did that, she like blows up the entire front of the building, probably yeah. killing hundreds of British police officers. There there is no like gray area in this. People are straight up dead, like all oh, yeah. over the place. Um what was I gonna say? Uh yeah, the Wonder oh, Woman thing. Oh also the scene with Lex Luthor and Dark uh, Deathstroke it makes a lot more sense now because yeah. Luther tells him who Batman is. And it's like, Oh, okay. The scene makes so much more sense now. But when, uh, when Gal Gadot, like she turns around and there's that one little kid cowering, I was waiting for her to go, are you Palestinian? Like, I can't get that. <laughs> Great like, I can't, I can't I look at that. her I and not that think of that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know, man. I, I, I respect your opinion, Sean. I see what you're saying. I <sighs> well, hang on. Before before we get too crazy, I don't think it's a good movie. No, Let me I put that on front street. I get it. I yeah. just I just how I, how was how was the Joker in it? It's terrible. Better that scene is so fucking stupid. Oh, I also, love it. I, Alec, I love that. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want R slash Justice League or whatever, like that fucking Reddit Edgelord movie so bad. Because, again, it it is Zack Snyder boiled down into three minutes where Batman says, and make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. Yeah, uh, there's three F-words in this movie, because that's what makes it a tough movie. Alec pointed out what happened to all his tattoos. The Joker, like, in the future doesn't have all his tattoos. I don't know. I did, like, all the badges. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, like, no, that's awful. It's, like, one of that's... the worst things ever put to film, but 
it's so it's bad. Two hours long. I would go watch it right now. And also, the thing that makes that scene even worse is that it's a night. It's like a literal nightmare. Like Batman. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Thank God it was just a dream. Like yeah, he wakes up and conviction and, and like and having Ben Affleck. Like, he looks like a deep fake at the end. Oh yeah, he like, looks, looks like he doesn't look like he's just that. They must have shot that later because, like, yeah, that's well, what I told Alec. Like, he looks uh, like uh, one of those like deep fake faces. Well, you know what? I had no idea that that uh, Kevin Costner scene in the other movie was a pickup. Like, I would have assumed that was in the original movie, and thank God it's not because it's like the worst scene in that oh, that's movie. Fucking sucks. There's another scene. Has Affleck's Batman ever met Jared Leto's Joker? Yeah, well, I guess. Imply, I guess they imply that they did. I guess in, su- in, they su- in suicide, they're yeah. both in Suicide Squad. Oh. Yeah, but remember when he goes to get Harley Quinn and that's right, like, him or uh, whatever? He, jumps on, like he jumps on the Lamborghini oh, yeah. or whatever. When, when he punches Harley Quinn in the face, and the yeah. audience I saw it with started clapping. <laughs> the audience you saw it with, meaning us. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't clap. I'm I was there. like, dude, rock under my breath. <laughs> 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 but no, but also, guys, remember the Ben Affleck Batman has been Batman for twenty years, right? So there's a history that they never got into. Like he killed, like that Joker killed Robin. That's like yeah. why the Robin suit is in the Batcave in that movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that the the scene at the end, the nightmare scene, according to something I read from Zack Snyder today, is the only new new footage in the movie. Right. Oh, really? Everything else, everything else is stuff from. Holy shit! That was just well, cut. That he they re-edited and like finished and polished and. I'm. I'm yeah, glad you're right, man. If I was if I was Ray Fisher, I would just straight up murder Joss Whedon. Oh, I'm absolutely. glad you. I'm glad you brought that up, Alec. Because let's for, before we move on, can we talk about the insanity that they had all this shit basically in the can and they're like, nah, like. Why because they wanted to make release, they wanted to make a Marvel movie like but that's just release this movie like it would have done better than the other one. Like, they still had to whittle it down to two hours, right? Like you're oh, still not if, gonna. But again, if they this this is like the 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 Blu-ray. If they put this this cut out or they put this version of the movie out into the theaters, you would have had a two-hour version of this movie, bro. I think isn't that what the jo- for... isn't that what Joss Whedon did? I mean, I didn't. See no, it. I think no, this no, is movie. two movies. Like I think that it's setting up a third movie with, where he's like, we'll do it, you know, we'll do it the old way. Like I think that's meant to be a third movie. You're like, right. so we did the Jared like, Leto nightmare scenes at the end of the movie. It's the yeah, thankfully it's not in the middle of the movie and make. Although it's it's a there's that's, it is alluded to, but th- that part that he alludes to is not in that dream. So I guess it's two separate dreams. But ju- but Flash is wearing the same outfit that he was yeah. wearing in BVS. Yeah. Is there going to be a Snyder cut of Batman versus Superman? There already is. Is it still terrible? I never watched it. it. We almost we joked about watching it for the show about fifty times. So I have never sat down to watch it. If they made a I like. From what I understand, like these Justice League movies are dead now. Like they're like Warner Brothers has moved on. Well, yeah, like they're well, going to do other other DC I, stuff, but I don't know. This. Wait till they get all the the streaming numbers back before you make that declaration. Because if if nine million if they people sign up for HBO Max, if they make the third one with Darkseid coming to Earth and it follows the second half of this movie, like I'd be all in to watch that. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, the thing is, like, this 100%. movie shouldn't have happened, but the only reason it did is because a bunch of fucking weird neckbeards on Twitter went ape shit and wouldn't well, stop talking about it. But not only that, well, too, I think that and, I think that COVID and that kind of production halt also helped this movie get made. You know what I mean? I think in a normal yeah. movie year, this probably still wouldn't have gotten made, even with the internet uproar. Yeah, like, like if people yeah. aren't if people aren't filming and you can just reuse what you've already filmed. They had they had I mean, like Sean just said, that weird epilogue is like basically the only new footage or Alex said it, sorry. It, so they had this whole fucking movie in the can. So like they had a movie they could release, you know what I mean, with a little bit of like, you know, editing here and there. And one more thing I'll give this movie credit for, minus the stings because they're terrible. Like, the score that they replaced the Hans Zimmer score with is much better. Oh, like, I don't know. That fucking yeah. that guitar I think... shit that Zack Snyder does every time there's an action scene. <laughs> I know, like, but I think, chugga, 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 chugga. I think like, oh. again, when you're talking about, like, the tone of this movie, like, I think it works better than cramming a Danny Elfman score into it. I don't disagree, but, man, I that, that guitar shit got really irritating. Anyway. Yeah, no, uh, it is. All right. However, it's a mixed bag. Let's get into five knuckle shuffles for for Justice League. Yeah, no, for the whole episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Let's talk, guys. You said you didn't, did. Anybody else watch anything? I watched. The I mean, movie. I did, but uh, yeah. You want like, to see a documentary? Point, I can, I, at this point, I can save it for next week. Like, yeah. we're already right, 40, 40 minutes in. Real quick, I watched. Uh, I think I think I think it's called like Lakeview Mall. It's a documentary about a dying mall. It's really boring. I thought it was gonna be more about just kind of like the decline of malls in general, but it's just falling around these hillbillies for like two hours. And uh, then I went to watch uh, the blockbuster documentary, but I saw like as soon as I went to click on it, Kevin Smith, still, Kevin Smith, and I said nope. I almost watched that too. The last blockbuster I saw, yeah. That's it. Did anybody watch Falcon? Falcon and Winter Soldier's out right now. I, I watched see it. It. It, was, it was. I think Sean watched it. No, I, I just, watched I, it today. I, I got turned off immediately when I found out that the villain was uh, socialism. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Alec, you watched it? Yeah, it was fine. Like I enjoyed it. It wasn't. It, it wasn't as. It wasn't weird. It was. It just felt like a normal Marvel thing. It felt like so, Winter Soldier two point five. Yeah, pretty much. I want and like. like yeah, like I, I really can't wait for the Loki show to come out with the uh, yeah. Time Variance Authority. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. But like, it was, it wasn't bad. Well, no, I enjoyed it. I, the opening sequence only, was really good. And this one's only six episodes, so they just got a few weeks to bang it out. It's not what was yeah, it? One hundred ten. It's also good. I just like seeing Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Sean. Like, I like those two guys. I like those characters. So, do you think they'll hook up? I hope. I so. hope so. God, yeah. And I don't. I want to know who the fake cap is. Is this going to be Scott Walker? Is it going to be? I don't Nomad? know. It's a. Uh, it's it's Nomad. It's Kurt, Kurt Russell. Oh, uh, isn't oh his it's name Kurt, Wyatt Russell. Wyatt Russell. Yeah. I like that guy. Well, that's cool. Isn't the Nomad's name Jack? Like, and that's it. No, he's got a whole name. I think. Well, which Nomad? Because you remember when they had that Nomad with the? It looks like Hale? Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah. I uh, I look it up. That's right, yeah. Renegade. <laughs> I hear that, Renegade. Renegade. <laughs> All right, let's get into what we watched this week, uh, which was uh, Marshall. Starring he was Mar- Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, Dan Stevens. Guys, you haven't uh, said anything all episode for once. What happened in this movie? Um. So, you... Uh, 
you start with a little text about how you Thurgood Marshall was the only uh, lawyer in, under the employ of the NAACP at the time, and it is also he's I, an airport like that Transformer Metroplex yeah. or Omega Supreme. So he's a. Uh, so you find out uh, the movie. It starts in. It's it's pre World War Two, but just barely. So it's like what nineteen. 40-19-38-something-like-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-that-
So they send Thurgood Marshall up there, and they're and he and Josh Gad. This is how these star-crossed lovers uh, have their meet cute. Uh, Josh Gad is supposed to basically like like vouch for Thurgood Marshall so that he can practice law in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And uh, Josh Gad, he doesn't he likes being a, a civil attorney. He doesn't want any trouble with any of these. Uh, as one of the members of his temple said, Schwartz's uh, and. He's like, fine, I'll do it because his brother agreed to it. They show up, and uh, you are now met with uh, Dan Stevens, who is playing the prosecutor. He is as uh, – he chases his lines, his, his genealogy, to when the Anglos met the Saxons. And how <laughs> uh, does, you know uh, – He's really good in the movie, movie, though. He's very it's wonderful good. in the movie. He's a great, he's a great scumbag. Um, if you need a, a smug of white, you call Dan Stevens. Oh, dude, yeah, he's the smuggiest. Um, and then you've got, and I can't, um, James Cromwell, the incomparable James Cromwell, yeah. uh, is the judge that will be hearing the case. And James, you find out that James Cromwell's character and Dan Stevens' uh, character's fathers were law partners together. So basically all the cards are stacked against them. Plus, everyone is New England racist in Bridgeport, Connecticut, not Southern racist, yeah. uh, like you would find uh, south of the Mason-Dixon. Yeah, like that that weird babe in the city reference, right? Like, that'll do pig, but he doesn't say pig is not <laughs> welcome. So you've got... I like that joke. Thank you. You get treated to some newspaper propaganda of, like, a gorilla holding a lady. Uh, lots of... You're, you're hearing all this fallout from all these... Uh, African-American domestic workers losing their jobs over this. Uh, at some point, you're at a jazz club with Thurgood Marshall, Langston Hughes. Um, I've got, I can't think of her name, but a very, the woman who wrote... Nora um, Neal Houston, the woman that wrote Other Eyes Were Watching God. Correct. And I don't know who the... I don't know who the the other fellow was. Is that supposed to be like Langston Hughes' boyfriend or something? No, it's uh, it's supposed to be Charlie, uh, the lawyer that they reference. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Charles Charles something something. He's another lawyer. I believe Lindbergh. that's supposed to be. Yeah, Charles Charles Lindbergh. So um Yeah. Uh, he yeah. was a sly fly dead. <laughs> that's the one where Liz walked in and was like watching the movie with me. She's like, How many famous people are they putting at this one table? I was like, I don't know. Maybe this happened. Yeah, that that scene is atrocious. Yeah, it's like a little Mount Rushmore in a jazz club. Um so now also, I hope you like jazz because it will be played no matter if it's appropriate to what's happening in the movie or not. And it will be played aggressively and it will be played uh without consent in Josh Gad's car. So yeah, it, uh, it's about the notes that you don't play, Gogs. I right. don't know if you know that. I could do that at home. <laughs> God, do I hate jazz. So now uh, <laughs> I do. So it's, just, it's all flipping boops and dibbly bops and all jazz. All the jazz I've ever heard. Maybe someone will play some jazz I like one day. Um, so now use a stick. Don't use a brush on a drum, please. Now, uh, what a get, weird line in the sand. So no, no brushes, huh? So uh, Josh Gadd, yeah. Gad reluctantly, uh, because of uh, James Cromwell's implied overt racism, will not allow uh, Thurgood Marshall to even speak in his courtroom. So now Josh Gad has been shanghaied into arguing the case and basically being the puppet to Thurgood Marshall. And then they have... Uh, uh, what amounts to the um, begrudging respect relationship from each of each other, a la Chris Pine and 
um, Denzel Washington in Unstoppable, where they finally mm-hmm. understand that we can we can stop this train together that is reportedly unstoppable. So uh, they 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 do their research. They try they interview Sterling K. Brown, who I thought Sterling K. Brown doesn't do a lot in this movie, but I thought what he does was really great. I really thought yeah, he was he's good. Yeah, he's very good. I feel like I mean, he's I didn't think anyone in the movie. I feel like he's wasted in the movie. Like, and it's, I'm sure, you know, I will probably wait and I know I'm talking a lot, but like, it's, I don't know who this movie is supposed, I know it's who it's supposed to be about, but who's it actually about? Because like, it feels like, I don't know, like, like, I'll talk about it. It's more about Josh Gad's character, if I'm being frank. Like, it does feel like that. And like, I know in reality, uh, Thurgood Marshall wasn't there for the verdict. Um, but like, neither was the woman in reality, but she's there for dramatic effect. So like, why not have him in the courtroom for dramatic effect? Also, again, in the reality of the case, they hi the NAACP hired, uh, whatever his name Friedman, is, uh, Sam Friedman. Sam Friedman specifically to argue the case because they thought it would go over better. There wasn't like this weird, like conflagration of like Thurgood Marshall was allowed to try the case or not like and it's the same problem with every other biopic it's like okay well I want to know the real story and then it's like okay well this is nothing like how it's supposed to be well I think they're trying to set it up like Thurgood Marshall was you know and we'll get I mean, we'll get into it whatever we'll just talk about it like, here's, here's what happens the rest of the movie there's it's basically court procedural you find out that you know at some point Thurgood Marshall Almost gets the shit beat out of him. He kicks the crap out of two people. Josh Gad throws a punch and gets the crap kicked out of him. Yeah. Um, but that galvanizes their relationship, and now they're in the trenches together. Again, also didn't actually happen. Right. Uh, that makes sense. Um, Thurgood Marshall got a good working punch, though. Um, so then... Uh, it, it reminded me of... Um... Like undercover brother with Neil Patrick Harris. It's like, all right, you down, you in now. It's like he's in. Like, like it's basically like, oh, you're one of us now. And it's like that's reductive and weird. Like that's not how anything works. Like, I think my main problem with this movie is like everybody's a fucking cartoon. And I know everybody was incredibly racist, and it was like that. But it's just like they're just nobody like has any depth to them in this movie. I don't feel like almost at all, except for Sterling K. Brown, who's barely in the movie. Sterling K. Brown's bringing the most. Like lumber, they're trying with Josh Gad, and they're trying. They're trying with Thurgood Marshall, like, trying to like explore his personal life and his relationship yeah. with his wife, and, like, the, like, they, the pain they, of their miscarriage and all this but other it, stuff. It's so glossed over, and like it feels like it should be a, a pretty deep and relevant part of his life, especially because she dies not long after that in reality. Uh, yeah. She died in the fifties. Yeah, he yeah, remarried. Yeah. So. um... Did he, he de- remarry that hot chick at the bar? Yeah, he married the hot chick at the bar. That's canon. Yeah. Um, His so wife he died, did. and he, he remarried like less than a year later. Yeah. What a, what a dick. Called oh, yeah. a Bob Kraft on her. So now. Well, speak of Bob Kraft. Bob Kraft didn't wait till the coffin was in the ground. Yeah, that ink <laughs> was still wet, sir. Like, I mean, to bring, to bring your joke died. home. Thurgood Marshall did marry an Asian lady, so... Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> they, uh, they, More they figure out... wheel references, please. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Marshall's got something for everybody. <laughs> so now, uh, you, you, they kind of... After they after Thurgood Marshall gets jumped to the bar and gets hit on by this lady, he comes to the conclusion that maybe... 
Well, or he maybe Kate was trying to trying to just get some because her husband's a piece of shit. Or he gets, and he gets beat up by the goon from the comic book of the same name. That's just like the literal goon, right? Like, the dude is like <laughs> he is. That is amazing. That look was that was spot on. Um, yeah. Not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. When that dude pulled that shotgun out from behind the bars, like he might be able to walk through that shotgun. This guy is a meat mountain. Um, <laughs> Real meat mountain. So now. Uh, so then they go back and they try the case some more and they've got, oh, they did jury selection and it wasn't as fun as the, the, the devil's advocate, but it was, you know, it was fine. Um, and it wasn't as fun as the devil's advocate, raise God. <laughs> the voir dire scene was not as good as the devil's advocate. Uh, so they, uh, they argue the case. They kind of get Kate Hudson. They, they make everybody kind of look like dicks. Not as fun as my cousin Vinny, but they do it. Um, <laughs> not they, as fun as my cousin Vizzy raves gogs, but they, uh, they my cousin you got, Marshall. You so, got all the great, all the great box quotes on this episode. So they, uh, so they do the thing, and Dan Stevens is very arch, and like he's like Dennis, he's Dennis Reynolds level, like arch and like a dick. Um, he's so, I, I know this is gonna be a weird thing to say, so excuse me if we lose any woke credit because of me. He's so arch in the movie, he comes across as coded queer. So it's 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 he's very he's very you, you didn't think about the smell, Thurgood. What about the smell? But you no, know what I mean? Like he's yeah. so like, like he's, he's, more... he's he's Patrick Bateman. Like yeah. he's like yeah, it's so uh, they they rabble rouse and they do their shit and they make everyone uncomfortable and then at the end of the day you're led to believe that the southern juror that Thurgood Marshall kept on the jury said it was all good when she saw some ink hit a bucket of water and <laughs> then, so damp for Josh Gad and every and all the ladies are damp like when they go to see Sterling K Brown at the at, there's this weird scene where this sexy lady walks by and she like just gives him like the twinkle eyes and then like then like all the and then you meet Josh Gad's wife and she he's out kicked his coverage by you know he's in a different league like like he's not even playing the same sport. Like I, I, I do have a question regarding the like nebulous uh time space continuum in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Is that where they are? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well they're doing the Oh, because she's Southern. She doesn't like Yankees. I don't know. It's just bizarre that that's like a plot point. Like, oh, you know what she hates more than colored people is Yankees. It's like, what about fat Jews? There's also a strange scene in this movie where a, a Holocaust joke is buttoned up with a knife switch when someone has to answer a door. Um, yeah. There's also that like weird scene where he, I guess the, like they got their uh, Snapple fact about Thurgood Marshall only having one ball that has to get worked into the script for whatever reason. That was, that was a fun, that made me laugh. I actually like that line. I, I like that line. Fun. It was more my fine, open. That was less painful than watching you litigate this case. I was like, ah, yeah. he, got, like he, he, he was dunking on Josh Gad just the entire film. How can you not dunk on Josh Gad? Look at that I, guy. I also think Josh Gad was bad in the movie. I think, I think I just find Josh Gad like, actually repulsive like physically. And yeah, I don't think first, he was like, bad in the movie. There's just something I bring outside of the film. I just don't like. There's something, I can't uh, separate the, the part from the part. It's that Rob Riggle thing from... Um, Brothers, or like, I don't like your face. Like, I yeah, just don't yeah. like you're doing it. a great job, but there's something yeah. about your face that wants me to just want to punch it in. Um, so you find out, you know, it's all good. They, they, Joseph Spell is now free to commit atrocities that Dan Stevens accused him of. Uh, Josh Gad is enjoying 
uh, either a smoke or a nap or a smoke nap in his office, and he gets to talk to Thurgood Marshall, who's now down in, I think it was Mississippi, to yeah. go. And they showed some horrific picture of some poor child hogtied. Yeah. He got, I assume it was probably what the actual picture looked like after he was accused of killing some police officer. So I meant to actually look up what that case was about and see how that went. Um, and then the I movie think- ends. You find out, you know, you, you, you hear about how many times Thurgood Marshall argued in front of the Supreme Court. And, you know, Sam Friedman became a tireless advocate for civil rights. Uh, credits. Yep. It's, it's a court. It's mostly a court procedure with a little bit of extra drama thrown in there. Like the plot of the movie is not. It's a. I'm just gonna start saying it. the plot of the movie is not great. The plot's it's not. Very, it's kind of bland and straightforward. There's not a lot of. But it's well, but it's, it's like. But it's got a lot of really good actors. I thought the, the movie. The movie good performance. It, it doesn't know what it oh wants to be. Like. Sorry, what? What's wrong, Alec? <laughs> Nothing. Is everybody talking over each other? Yeah, yeah, everybody. It's nonstop. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. I'll speed the floor to Sean. Go. Thank you. Um, the movie doesn't know what it wants to be. Like, ostensibly, it's a biopic because it's called Marshall, and it should be about Thurgood Marshall, but it's really just about the spell case. So it should be about him, like, uh, structurally. And there's an interesting story to tell about a guy who's not a good guy, but is still innocent. But that part is really kind of glossed over. Well, they did the they did the end of the eight mile take all the bullets out of the gun against Papa Doc move where they're like just bring up all the bad shit. Um, But it's kind of like the George Floyd thing, right? Like that you know George Floyd you know ostensibly wasn't a great guy, but that doesn't mean what happened to him should have happened to him in the same way that like just because this guy may not have been a good guy does not mean he should be railroaded by a racist justice system. That it's not really about that. It's just about how smart Thurgood Marshall is, which he, obviously he was, but it doesn't really get too deep into that either. I don't feel like I know anything more about the, any of the people in this movie than I did going into it. Does, does, does the, did the Joseph, my only question, because it's the way it's framed up is that Joseph, the Joseph spell case will be make or break for the NAACP. Like they lose this case. The NAACP will lose any funding, any support, any grounds. Well, they and, they'll say basically drive. and they say that, they right? They say that, that about 30 times in the movie. So oh, is yeah. that, was that, I'm assuming that was the truth. Like this was truly like the case that saved the NAACP. I'm going to go I ahead don't... and put, put this out there. Probably not, but like, yeah. I don't, I think this movie, like, I don't know. It, this is good. This is going to be an interesting episode because I, uh, I'm just going to go out on front street. I enjoyed the movie, but I knew nothing about the real case and I don't really care. <laughs> like I, I think this movie is kind of, and it's fucked up, but because I I can see both sides. But this movie is kind of divorced from reality in a weird way. So like, yeah, pro- it is in, for the service of the plot. Who knows if it's pr- probably not in real life? Because like, I don't think it's like you guys have already discussed throughout that almost nothing in this movie is accurate. So it's like, you know what I mean? No, like I'm sure that there was other cases that were just as bad or whatever or worse. I mean, like, what, I mean, there's other cases feel, he argued. I don't really like, feel like this movie's even trying to be accurate. Like, I don't. It's weird. On it, quite honestly, it's weird that they have this stinger where they're like, "Well, this all happened," and this because like they don't care the rest of the movie. Obviously, <laughs> like they're just trying to make a movie. Like, I don't know. It's it's strange. It's strange. It's a biopic, really. Quite honestly, because it's not. I didn't hate it. I actually thought it was pretty compelling. I thought all that. I personally, like, I agree that, like, it's a very boilerplate 
uh, time to kill like sort of procedural courtroom movie. But I thought all the per- all of the performances I thought were really good, and I thought it elevated the material. I thought James Cromwell was good. I thought Dan Stevens was good. They're all like mustache twirling racists, but like. I don't know. I I, I agree. I think I was it was enough to keep me invested. I know that's a low bar to pass, but like I wasn't like bored. I felt like it moved at a good pace. I was interested and, in the I was interested in the court case. I didn't look it up. I didn't want to like spoil yeah, I knew, whether and, 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 and again I knew nothing about right. the real. I you know the sad thing is, dude. I like and this is embarrassing. I guess I barely knew anything about Thurgood Marshall. I didn't even know he was from Baltimore, which is kind of insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I guess I'm just a racist. I don't well, know. no, I mean that's why the airport's named after him now. Well, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff in Baltimore named after him because he lived in Baltimore. Yeah. And when the, that line where he talks about how like he couldn't get into the university. In Maryland, thanks God. Um, you run the school, I assume. Uh, but like, or at least at least in the forties. In the forties, yeah. <laughs> my though. ghost, my ghost was there. Gogs is no. a time traveling vampire. Your ghost, <laughs> ghost. Oh, also, uh, in in the forties, uh, University of Maryland and College Park was in walking distance of Baltimore. Is that right? Well, that's what they. Oh, say. he means University of Maryland Law School, which is in Baltimore. It's downtown. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Is, is that still a thing? Yeah, my dad went there. Oh, where is that? It's Stop University watching. of Maryland. It's, yeah, it's right. It's like... Your dad went to law school? Yeah, dude. He's a lawyer, yeah. I didn't know His your dad, dad has like five master's degrees or doctor. <laughs> well, I, kn- I knew that. I didn't know your dad was a lo- technically a lawyer, though. Yeah, no, he's not even... Yeah, he's... Yeah. And look at you. I'm a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know what to do with it. It's all that Latin blood dragging you down. Right, well, she's yeah, got a couple problem. She's got a couple of master's degrees, too. Gogs' really mom. just... mom's really smart, too. Ah, fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. But, uh, no, it's, it's like, I agree with you, TJ. Like, I, like, the case, like, I was interested. I was watching the whole thing. I wasn't checking my phone. Um, like, the case was, like, it didn't have as many twists and turns. And it wasn't, like, super, like, and there's more landmark cases he's argued, like Plessy versus Ferguson and, like, Brown versus Board of Education. But I don't think those probably have the dramatic appeal. And Batman v. Superman. And Batman v. Superman. <laughs> um, but well, it, it was is, the dawn of justice. Yeah. <laughs> DOJ. That's where they got <laughs> the Department of Justice. From. That's where they got it from. God. Are you but, saying that Brown versus the Board of Education is not as compelling a case as this one murder well, I think, trial? No, no, but it, I think it, I think personally it's a more compelling case, but no one got attemptedly raped for the Board of Education. I as guess, far as you like, know, it's, yeah. it's not sexy. It's not right. It's, it's not, not headline. Gonna, it's headline grabbing. I mean, I think it's a much more important case. Sensationalism, right? Yeah. Like, Pussy versus Ferguson. Both of those are much more important and interesting cases, but like they're not. Or they're they're yeah. more landmark, but they just don't have like yeah, right. Like Alex said, they're not sensationalized. They're not. I, I, can't I think I think Alex right about the sensational thing because this feels a lot like a fucking TV movie. Right, it's like a Lifetime original, but it's but it is supported up by really good performances. Like there's not, I can't think of a bad performance in the movie. Well, no, and it makes me it makes me even more sad for Chadwick Boseman because he's in so many movies like this. Where it's like he's got to do an impression and he does a great job. Like he's good in the movie, but the material just kind of eh. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get into uh, five knuckle shuffles. We devoted way too much time to Justice League, but I kind of figured that was going to happen. Well, There's a lot of justice throughout this entire. We really should have just made Justice League the movie this week, but like I felt it felt awful to ask all y'all to watch a four hour long movie. 
Though we all did. Somebody did. didn't. Somebody didn't. One of these things is not like the other. When are you going to watch it, Gox? I'll, I'll find time. I'll give I'll it a look. I'll come over and watch it if you want to watch it. I'll, 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 watch, I'll watch it again. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'll watch just, it. I'll watch just it Just make some too. food. Let's, let's, let's plan on having an, uh, like an, uh, an afternoon of just staring yeah, and drinking I'll and barbecue. Okay. I'll come uh, down. Got that new projector. Yeah, we're fucking oh, weird. Hey, real quick. Uh, yeah. So so this is to the Justice League people that watch this, because I didn't even realize it. Why wasn't the movie full screen? I, oh, because it's a, you shot it like an IMAX movie. It's just... Oh, okay. That's okay. why everybody seems like incredibly tall in the movie. Like, I, you know, I, I figured you would have liked that. I know you, how you love a weird aspect ratio. Well, it's something I didn't notice until you pointed it out on Facebook. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. Like, I, I just, I didn't even pick it out. Anyway. All right. Five knuckle shuffle time. <laughs> Alec, we haven't heard from you in a while. Um, Justice League gets a seven. Nice. Oh, we're giving we're giving them both scores. Okay, I like that. Marshall, I'm gonna give Marshall an eight. Like I really, I really yeah. enjoyed it. I thought the performances were all good. Josh Gad can be irritating. I didn't find him irritating in this. I thought he did a good job. Um, Chadwick Boseman, man, like that's a hell of an actor. Uh, Dan Stevens and James Crom- James Cromwell were both perfectly cromulent. <laughs> um, and Sterling K. Brown's outstanding. Like yeah, I, why is that guy not why, more movies, man? Oh, why uh, is he not a leading man ever? Like he's so good. What? Yeah, he's you know all, you're right. Why? We don't know why. What did he do? <laughs> because he's black. Like, oh, that's why, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, like yeah. not a leading man in more things. Well, I mean, Chadwick Boseman's black, and he was the leading man in a ton of stuff. Like. Why can't you're Sterling well, There's only room for one. There's only room for one. That like the Hollywood, like the No Homers Club, when it comes to black actors, like we're allowed to have one. For a while, it was Denzel Washington, and then it was Chad McBoseman. Yeah, you know yeah, he's what's so good. The sad like, thing is, Sean is absolutely right. Like the stuff he's done, like uh, what's that hotel movie? Uh, hotel Artemis. I, I like him in that. Yeah, he's good in Hotel Artemis. He's good in. Predator. He's really good in Predator. Waves. If you've yeah, seen I haven't, Waves. I haven't seen Waves. I really he's he's great in his one scene in Black Panther. What? He's in the opening scene of Black, Black Panther. Panther. Oh, that's Black right. In, back in like the flashback to the. He's like he's yeah he's um he's what's his name's dad he's um kill 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 face kill gore kill. Oh yeah, Shit, I, for, I forgot all about that. Yeah, kill gore. That's his name. <laughs> he's also uh he's got the best line in Predators as well. Yeah, hell All yeah. Those lines Predators are awesome. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Movie the podcast puts their flag down. Predator, the Predator is fucking awesome. That movie, that movie awesome. rocked. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, All you people yeah. fucking suck. That movie is awesome. But I really, uh, I really enjoyed Marshall. I thought it was really good. I thought everybody was really good in it. Um, yeah. I think the director, I looked up the director, and I believe he really hasn't done... Or no, wait. Am I getting confused by the director? No, this guy's done a few things that were okay. Yeah, Sean. Well, maybe right. not. He's a, he's a writer. I didn't realize that was the same guy. I, at first, I I looked at it real quick and I thought it was Rennie Harlan. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rennie Harlan's third Marshall. He's directed a bunch of episodes of TV shows and stuff. He directed Boomerang. He directed House Party. Hell yeah. He directed the Great White Hype. 
Yeah, he directed, the, he directed the Ladies Man, which I watched today, and that movie's outstanding. That movie slaps. Um, the video, yeah, so, that's my opinion. I can have it if I want to. He's a pretty good, pretty well. Some of the stuff he's directed is pretty good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, uh, I'm I'm happy that uh, somebody picked it. Uh, Gug, uh, I am also going to give it uh, an eight, and it's getting an eight because it is. Like I said, the story is, you know, it's a court procedural. It's not bad. It's compelling. I watched, I enjoyed it. Um, but like the performances are, are really, really good. Like, like I think Sean said, or, or Alec, like Josh Gad is, when I hear Josh Gad's name, my initial, my initial thought is, Ugh. but he, I thought he was really good in this. And I really thought it was more his, they kind of do frame the movie more around him than Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman is just, like, you know, dripping swagger. He's great in it. Cromwell's great in it. Dan Stevens great in it. And Sterling K. Brown, uh, just a fucking be an echo chamber. Completely, he's underused, but every scene he's in, like, he's just, like, he's acting, the, like, you can see it in his eyes and shit. Like, he's just really, really, really good. Um, Kate Hudson was really good in it. Like, it's, um, it's a solid court, you know, as far as a biopic, I think this is probably as good as a biopic's gonna get, unless you're talking about, you know, I don't know what's a better biopic that's that's like remotely true. Um, Batman v Superman, I guess. Um, but I like I like the uh, the the Johnny Cash one. Sean hates that movie, but oh, Walk the Line's good. Walk the Line, I enjoyed that. Movie. And, and Walking Tall is good. That's a, probably the best biopic I've seen. Not Walking, Walking Tall. Well, that's not a biopic. Walking Tall is it's about Buford Pusser. He's a. He's I mean, a, is, would you, you consider that a biopic? It's like a. I mean, he's a man with a stick. And has that a rock in it. Rebooted with Charlotte Flair as the lead, apparently. Oh. Oh God, no, thank you. I've also got I've got a little bit of uh, a little bit of fun trivia about the director of this film. Apparently, in uh, it's in post production or pre. I'm sorry, it's in Just pre production is a Shadow Man movie. For those of you who played the, yeah, I don't know if it was a comic book, but he wrote the, the Shadow comic. Man. Oh, there's a comic. There was like a long running series. There was just played that sixty-four. There games. was two well, versions that's when, um, of the character. Acclaim bought them, right? And yeah. bought yeah. Valiant and made all those comics. There's yeah, there's two versions of Shadow Man. There was one that was like a regular type superhero, and then the one you're talking about, who was like a voodoo based superhero. Well, you're getting the voodoo based one, apparently. In uh, a jazz musician finds himself possessed by an ancient spirit of vengeance and leads him into a new and unexplored world of voodoo and dead spirits. I mean, honestly, uh, that could be a cool movie. The, the, the video game was unnerving, so it'd be is fun. Is that the one where they were paying people to put fucking uh, Shadow Man advertisements on their loved ones' tombstones? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right, the video game. Yeah. I missed the 90s. Um, yeah, all right. It was awesome. There we go. Uh, Sean. Uh, I'm going to give Justice League a 7. Uh, just because I can't, I can't, like, recommend it as an actual movie, but, like, if you love just weird artifacts like I do. Um, I can recommend it. And then uh, this, I'll give a six. Like, if it wasn't because the performances are excellent, like everybody said, but it's just a very boilerplate movie, and I don't think it really delves into too much of what's a very like interesting subject, especially when it comes to um, kind of like the way that the criminal well still now, but then to the justice system treated like black citizens. So. It's just kind of like, eh, whatever. And again, I don't feel like I knew much more about Third and Marshall than I would know from, like, a book report in sixth grade. But, uh, yeah, like, everybody's good in it. Um, but I just, it just didn't resonate with me like that. 
Eagles. Fair, fair enough. Uh, Justice League gets a. God, it's tough, right? Because like, I how can I give something that I really only liked an hour out of, like a good score? I guess it gets a six. I really want to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four because the parts that I liked, I can't justify sitting through three hours of what I didn't like. So it gets a four. It's on the negative scale, not the positive scale. It just, you know what I mean? Like, I just can't like as a whole, as a whole, it's not good, but there are things about it that I enjoyed, but to get there took so fucking long. It's just not, I can't give it a positive score. So it gets a four. Uh, I will give Marshall a seven. I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought, uh, I don't know. It's like everybody said, I, 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 I guess like I went into it without worrying about its historical accuracy, which may or may not be like a great way to watch a movie that's supposed to be historically accurate. Uh, but I thought as like its own movie, I thought it was interesting enough. I really enjoyed the performances again. Chazwick Bozeman's fantastic in it. Uh, Sterling K. Brown's really, really good in it. I thought, um, I thought the villains were good, even though they were very like one note. Um, I did like some of the Cromwell stuff. Like there's moments where Cromwell like has to like, he has to like surpass his racism because like they made a good point. (laughs) Like, I know that's dumb. But it was like I don't know. I kind of appreciated stuff like that. He's he's torn between doing legally what he has to do, yeah, yeah, or ignoring facts because he's a horrible racist. Yeah, but like he's already like put them behind the eight ball in the movie with all the shit that he's done. So you're kind of like, well, is he going to do it? Is he not? I don't know. Overall, yeah, he does a I, he does a good job portraying like some struggle with that. Yeah, it's that p- that pivot where like Dan Stevens asked the question and Sterling gave Brown gives that like just horrific like and moving answer. Yeah. And then since Dan Stevens, you know, he pulls a he pulls a Trump, he didn't get the answer he wants, so he wants a redo and like just strike that from the record. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. And um, you can see him. He's like, yeah, it's in. But I, I mean, I don't know. Again, I know it's a low bar, but it, it, I just think about a lot of the other movies we watched. I wasn't mad watching this movie. I wasn't ever bored. I felt like this movie moved at a pace. I agree, like, with a lot of the points Sean brought up, where if I stopped and thought about more of, like, what was going on, I'd probably be a lot more upset about it and not like it. Like, the 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 uh, radical, uh, like, the radical uh, black uh, power movement where, like, every... It was like the Black Power Justice League shows up and they all are drinking at that jazz bar. It's like, all right, that is a little silly. But overall, I mean, I still thought it was a pretty good movie. Like, I enjoyed it. So, yeah, it's a seven for me, dog. Uh, that's it? No. Gogs, have you gone? You no one. Yeah. All right, that's it. So who gets next? Who's already gone? I've gone. Uh, I've gone because I had my birthday pick. So it's Alec. It's my, it's my pick. We are watching 21 Bridges. Oh my God! Finally, <laughs> we've talked about this movie for years. We've each seen this trailer four hundred times. So yeah, it's finally Twenty One Bridges. I'll put it on the Plex server tonight. Kenny <laughs> Simmons, Taylor Kitsch, Keith David. Oh, how many of you forgot that? Uh, just kidding Simmons was Gordon in the Justice League movie because I did. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? I was thinking about this. Do you remember, like, they kept showing pictures of him? Yeah, he got jacked. jacked. <laughs> like, and you don't what? see him. Yeah, he's in his coat the whole time. 
Uh, yeah, he's not anyway. topless. Oh, I wish he was. T-O-P-P-L-E-S. Topless. How about you get topless? Uh, all right, everybody. I think that's the show. 21 Bridges. That's uh, the sequel to 20 Bridges. 21. 21. <laughs> the prequel to 19 Bridges. And uh, also the sexy sister film to 21 Jump Street. Yes. Oh. Yes. Uh, all right, everybody. See you next week. Hopefully we'll have a website by then. Oh, if not, please like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> With that loud about.